Hello and welcome to Sports Beat After Hours. We are continuing our quarantine edition of the After Hours podcast, so thanks for tuning in. We really appreciate it, but also you have nowhere to go. So, joining me as always on the ones and twos, the local lovable connect, Zach Hicken. Emma, um, yeah. Week, week week three with no sports. Is it week three? This is the first day of week three. Holy We've made cow. it two full weeks without the NBA. I guess today was technically the last day that any game was played, but I don't think any games were completed today. Because all it was all tournament games, like conference tournament games, uh-huh. and a bunch of them were just postponed or stopped in the middle of them or stopped before they even started. Uh, I think the Big Twelve um, had teams like warming up without fans in the stands. Yeah. And they stopped the game before it even started, sent them back to the locker room. So, um, yeah, we're still going strong, though. Um, Sports Beat's been great. Yeah. Like, we had, first off, thank you to everyone who is, like, continuing to watch Sports Beat (laughs) because we had great ratings this weekend. It's been great. Um, We have a ton of people listening to this podcast still. Mm -hmm. Um, Our website traffic and the amount of content that we're getting up without any sports like you would be surprised how much we're getting out. I checked today. There were 19 stories written Crazy. on kslsports.com today and I saw a couple more people were working on some pieces to add to the site mm-hmm. later today. So, um I feel like we're in a pretty good situation. We have so many creative people on our staff. Yes. And uh just make sure you guys are indulging in it because we're putting out great stuff. Um so support kslsports.com, support our other podcasts. we got Jazz Notes, Cougar Tracks, mm-hmm. uh, Crimson Corner, It's Utah's World, Lion's Den just came back. Um, we got a lot going on. Yeah. Um, plus, uh, we have Unrivaled, our radio show, and then, of course, Sports Beat on the weekends. we got sports every night at 10 and 6. Yep. So make sure you guys are there supporting us. Um, and we appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much. And I know it's been difficult. I know that there's a thirst for sports and there's not a lot of sports out there right now but we're trying our hardest to bring you what you want and we really appreciate for those of you that stick around to listen. yeah for sure um what's been going on this week not, man um not, not a lot but no you know what's funny is like there's still news trickling in like there's still some nfl free agency yes. news that's trickling in which has been um honestly really great we're Big shout out to uh, like the local universities because they've been sending us interviews with like their mm-hmm. coaches and stuff. So we got like interview sound from uh, Craig Smith, head basketball coach at Utah State, Sam Merrill, uh, Mark Pope, um, new running back coach at BYU, Harvey Unga, yep. um, Kalani Satake. Um, so it's been great to be able to have some of that stuff to utilize because um, they still have interesting perspectives like. Craig Smith talking about the heartbreak that he had to go and tell his team 10 minutes after he found out the NCAA tournament was canceled that their season was over. Yeah. You know, Mark Pope talking about how much he loves his seniors and how sad he is that he's going to be losing seven of his guys. And their season was kind of left like, like they didn't have like a, the punctuation mark no, at the end of their sure. season was like a comma or like a, a semicolon, you know, like it wasn't finished. It's probably one of the biggest what ifs I've ever seen. Oh, in, in yeah. A sport in this state. Well, and the thing that's crazy is like we're getting all these simulations for like the NCAA tournament because there's no tournament. Yep. And all these people are having like one ESPN FBI had BYU making it all the way to the championship game <laughs> and losing to Wisconsin. Um, 
Andy Katz had them like in the Sweet 16. Um, Joe Lunardi, I think, had them in the Elite Eight. And we're watching, yeah. funny enough, like one of the things that we've turned to in this quarantine are like athletes streaming video games. Yes. So we had like Donovan Mitchell was streaming against Ronnie 2K, the Jazz Mavs game that was supposed to be played tonight. <laughs> the Jazz won that game. Mm-hmm. Donovan um, had 34 points. Donovan had 34 <laughs> points. And then we had uh, Reddit props them. This is really awesome. They're taking College Hoops uh, 2K8. So yes. a 12-year-old game. The last, they're the updating last. all the rosters. <laughs> and they're playing the NCAA tournament. The And right now they just finished the first day of the round of 32. Yep. And BYU just beat... Vermont uh-huh. to advance to the Sweet 16, first Sweet 16 in nine years. So that's kind of given us our fill, but like, man, there, there's just like all these little things. We're, we're really digging deep into like our KSL Sports Archive, yeah, which has been really cool because, um, I mean, I'm the youngest person on the sports staff uh, by a couple of years, and so like all these moments that like Jeremiah and Sam, Matt, and you are sharing with me, like mm-hmm. some of the stuff is like the first time I've seen it oh, in cool. entirety. Right. Um, in my life, like I've seen like the shot sure. thousands of times, but like I've never seen like the moments that led up to it yeah. or like, um, what was really cool is last weekend, uh, CBS was streaming the 1992 final four game between Kentucky and Duke. Yes. And I've seen, everyone's seen Christian Leitner shot. Yeah. The game winning shot to shatter the hearts of Kentucky fans worldwide. I'd never seen everything that led up to it, though. Yeah. You know, like, I've seen the 30 for 30, but, like, in real time, like, my heart was pounding. Like, I had, it's like... Cool. Yeah, it was it was really fun to watch, and, like, I've been enjoying um, getting some historical perspective, like, on some of the greatest moments yeah. in sports. I've, uh, everyone's kind of doing this thing, and it's been really great. I mean, uh, today, you know, we, we watched the... Uh, the Jazz Bulls uh, 97, I think it was Game 4. It was four. Game 4, 97, yeah. Yeah, and it was like on a Sunday, and, you know, I Sam was telling me like, yeah. Uh, well, they kept Larry, cutting the shots of Larry Miller, and yeah. we were confused. We were like, like, what is he doing? Like, cutting incessantly. Yeah. To like, And he's like, he's not courtside or anything. He was hiding. And Sam said, well, it's because it was Sunday, and uh, Larry didn't want to go to games on Sundays, but. He, it was, the game was so close and it was such a big deal that he like hid in the <laughs> he hid in like the tunnels just yeah. to, just for the game. He was like peeking his head out of the tunnel to watch the game. Yeah. It was it's really cool. Yeah, and, but I mean like in also RSL like re um, streamed the two thousand nine game championship yeah. game. So like it's been cool. We're all reliving these moments, and I think you know as a whole as a sports community, we're going to come out better for this because we're going to have like firsthand accounts of like all these old games that we've heard of and maybe even seen a little bit of and so it, i think it'll be cool for us well and i think um there's gonna be such a great appreciation for like sports in general like it's gonna be such a uniting thing when we get through um everything we don't know when that's gonna be but when we get through it you know like s- we're we're already kind of united in tragedy but like mm-hmm. it's gonna be like united in in joy and happiness sure. and something that we can all kind of like take our minds off of. So yep. it's been great. Um, Hema, speaking of great things, um, we talked last week about some of the stuff that we've been doing to keep ourselves busy. You, yep. You're a huge music guy. Yes, for um, sure. I actually, I've been streaming your music on <laughs> on Apple Music. <laughs> well, thank um, you. Yeah, Brown Eyes, great song. Yep. More, like uh, You and your sister. Hundreds of pennies 
make it to my account because of those streams. So yeah. thank you, Zach. Yeah, so check out Hema Jr. on uh, Apple iTunes or uh, Spotify. Yep, it's on there too. So um, great stuff from Hema. But um, one of the things that Hema did this week was he went through like all the hip hop songs that you can imagine. And like the catalog that he went into is just insane because like, I mean, I feel like I know hip hop pretty well, but like, this is like underground stuff that like probably half of you guys have like never heard of. Mm-hmm. Um, and he did the top 15 Utah jazz hip hop references. Yes. And um, and we're going to go through that right now. I think Pete, like, let me just tell you guys out there that there's a lot more there's a lot more references than you think, and I actually had to narrow it down to fifteen um and these are the the parameters I used to narrow this list down because this this is my list it's not based on like billboard top one hundred or anything like that it's just a top fifteen references of the Utah jazz and hip hop that I like, and so the parameters are. Um, I included artists that are uh on Spotify so that people could find them pretty easily mm-hmm. um I picked songs whose titles didn't con- contain profanity because okay. I had to make this list for a website, you yeah. know, so I, I didn't want to put that on there. Um, and then finally, they're all a list of songs that I've either listened to or that I would actually listen to that I actually like. So, um, and then I ranked them from the best or from the worst, number 15 to the best, which is number one. Cool. So anyways, um, yeah, should we just get into it real quick? Yeah, let's start with number 15. Okay. Uh, I'll play the song and then you can tell us what it is and the reference. So okay. let's start with uh, number 15. Wow. <laughs> Curtis Blow. Um, okay, so Curtis Blow, obviously, if you've never heard that song before, it's called Basketball. Um, Curtis Blow was a rapper. His real name is Curtis Walker. He's from the 80s. Um, it's kind of whack, right? But I picked this song because it's pretty well known. Curtis Blow is kind of like a, a hip hop pioneer mm-hmm. slash legend. Um, but he says Moses Malone. And for those who don't know, Moses Malone, he didn't play for the Utah Jazz per se, but he did play for the Utah Stars, um, the ABA championship winning Utah Stars. Um, but he played in 73 to 74. So that is number 15 um, on the list of top 15 Utah Jazz references. And what's number 14? We actually, the song is not clean, so we yeah. can't. <laughs> We can't play it. <laughs> but uh, Chameleonaire is number 14, and it's a song called She Gonna Already Know. Um, and the lyrics is, uh, should I, I feel stupid like saying the lyrics. Um, he, he, he references um, Jeff Hornacek, actually. Okay. Which is wild, because you wouldn't really necessarily think of Hornacek well, as a... So the thing that's funny, so Chameleonaire is a Houston-based guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, you got to think he's a Rockets fan, and like those two jazz teams that went to the finals. True. You think about '97 when they beat um, the Rockets to go to the finals, like, mm-hmm. and those guys were battling back and forth every single year. So yeah. you got to think like 
Hornacek. And Hornacek was even on the uh, the Suns before when they were yep. really good. And so um, you got to think that that was just maybe someone that he really didn't yeah. like. But it, so that song by Chameleon Air dropped in 2006, which was uh, six years after Horny retired. So was that his uh, was that his first studio album? Um, no, it was the second. Actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so I loved Chameleon Air when I was like in yeah. junior high. <laughs> He's pretty popular, yeah. and I, I I remember like, listening to they his see me rolling. Yep, exactly. <laughs> that was his big hit. Yeah. Um, but he had a bunch of other ones, and uh, yeah, Chameleon Air, pretty yeah. funny. Oh man. All right. Okay, let's go to number thirteen. Number thirteen is called Platinum Plus. Big L and Big Daddy Kane. Um, the lyric is, "I'm gonna put it in your chest like a Stockton pass." Um, our first reference of Stockton in this list because you are going to see Stockton a lot more in this yeah. list. Stockton was probably number one, at least in the research that I did, but him and Malone were pretty close. Okay. So I have, I didn't reference all, I didn't count all the references of Stockton and Malone, but, um, yeah, Stockton was a uh, reference pretty Well, and even in the article you said that he is, uh, the most referenced white NBA player. Like you got to think yes. the other two that probably come to mind, man, Larry Bird, Larry Bird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why, but Stephen white Curry. chocolate. Well, no, just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say like white chocolate. Yeah. Like people just love white chocolate. Just the way that he played. Like it was yeah. Jason Williams was like a fan favorite for sure. But yeah. Uh, yeah. So that that's number 13. Okay. Let's go to number 12. And I think I'm about where it starts. So, Let's go ahead and play it. There we go. There it is. Slaying like Pistol Pete. Uh, our first reference of Pistol Pete in this list. Um, Pistol Pete actually got referenced a lot in the research that I did of all the songs. He's probably got to be another one of the top white guys. Yeah, probably for sure. Um, in the in the article uh, that you can check out on KSLSports.com, um, I wrote that this is the uh, reference with the largest amount of time in between the songs released and the reference player's last game. Pistol Pete played his last basketball game in 1980, and that song by Denzel Curry called Naughty Head dropped in 2016. So uh, kind of a big space in between there. Okay, let's go on to the next one. Number 11 is Sub Me In by Futuristic and Devin Terrell. Um, Again, we don't have this song because it's... We don't have a clean version. We can't version. find a clean version of it. <laughs> but uh, the 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 verse goes like this. Yeah, you call it. I walk it to the top like woo-ha. I'm on then you, like a group on Utah, Stockton, and Malone because we do ball. <laughs> it's so stupid when I... Dope. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the first Stockton and Malone um, reference in this list. Okay. But you know what? In there's the going to There's going to be more. Okay. Uh, next one, number 10. I've got a story to tell by the Notorious B.I.G. All right. 
So I don't know. Can you get this song to play? Uh, There's a link, but it looks like it's broken. Yeah, the link's broken. <laughs> um, anyways, this Biggie Smalls, I had to make this list, and I put him in the top ten. Um, this song wasn't as popular as some of his other songs, but he does talk about um, basically sleeping with this chick whose like boyfriend plays in the NBA and they're out of the house. He's out of the house because they're playing against the Utah jazz. It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Oh yeah. Uh, but in very much biggie fashion, he paints a picture with, uh, with little details. And that's, that's one of my favorite things of biggie is that he, the way he raps and the way he paints a picture with his words and including little details like the Utah jazz is like a big reason why, um, he's so good at what he does. You know, he could have yeah. said the Lakers. He could have said, you know, the Celtics. But he yeah. used the Utah Jazz because it's like a real um, detail that yeah. would actually happen. So uh, really interesting. That was number 10. Cool. Uh, let's go to number nine. And we got the music for this one. So let's play it. See, the black race can't afford you no more. Yours. I poured on the brakes to embrace laws, giving a gap in the soul of brothers be having it. While the five fingers of dope will be grabbing it. We no complaints, giving up in the air on the mic. Like I'm alone in the paint. Why rip the rapper when it flow like water? I run a rush of television reporter. The force that tried to front, watch your back, stop pouring those little stunts. I saw the battery cause I snatched the battery. Oh, yeah. Office back the TV pack. Why pop the rhyme on the rhyme when it kicks? Alright, there it is. Okay, so uh if you don't know, that was Public en- Enemy, and the song's called Move. Um, he says, they on the mic, like Carl Malone in the paint, obviously, meaning that they're very skilled on the microphone. Public Enemy was like the first socially conscious hip-hop group that I can remember. Um, this song came out in 91, and in that same year, the mailman scored 16 points, 11 rebounds in the 91 All-Star game, which was his fourth consecutive All-Star appearance. So, uh, yeah, pretty cool track. By Public Enemy. Dope. Um, okay, let's go to the next one. Number eight. It's called NBA. It's by Joe Budden featuring Wiz Khalifa and French Montana. Um, but it means never broke again. That's what NBA stands for. Um, but anyways, it's uh, this song was interesting. Um, so the, the lyrics go, hold up your chick traded post game and it's no shame she felt your man. She probably on like Joe Johnson. <laughs> So he, like, references Joe Johnson. Um, That's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Like, of all the players. Yeah. I saw Joe. He didn't play for the Jazz for long, but. No, he had a short run, what, 16 to 18? Um, But, you know, I really liked Joe Johnson. Oh, dude, I loved it. We interviewed him this summer. Yeah. For the big three, remember? We, like, creeped onto the court. Yeah. (laughs) It was after we talked to, uh, was it after we talked to. We had Ice Cube the day before or something. Yeah, then, so we had Ice Cube the day before, and then we no, it was the same day. I think. Oh, it was the same day. Yeah, so we had the interview with Ice Cube, and then a couple hours later, we went over to the Big Three practice, yep. the shoot around, and talked to uh, Joe Johnson and uh, Big Al. Yeah, Big Al, that's right. One of the highlights. It was like, so fun. It was so cool, and the thing that was funny is like they got security like on lock 
for the big three. And so, like, we were, like, sneaking onto the court. You're like, where are you guys going? <laughs> and we're like, we're KSL. Yeah. And, like, we just kind of pretended like we were supposed to deal. be there. Yeah. yeah. And it was it was cool. Uh, the interesting thing about this tr- song, though, is, like, Joe Budden, he actually has a podcast um, where he brings a lot of NBA players on. He talks a lot of music, talks a lot about the culture. But then um, Joe Budden, if you remember in 2018, he was talking about how likable this Utah Jazz team is that we were starting to build. Oh, cool. And uh, Joe Budden is one of the first guys on the uh, Utah Jazz hype train. Well, one of the things that's really cool, too, is uh, he's running for president here in 2020. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Joe Budden so 2020. So go out there and vote. <laughs> Sorry. That's such a dumb <laughs> joke. Um, yeah. That's funny. <laughs> let's go on to number seven. <laughs> uh, it is called A Lie by French Montana featuring The Weeknd. Um, this song's really good. I like it a lot. French Montana, for some reason, seems to really like his um, Utah jazz references. Uh, and the the lyrics go, um, something, something, we hit the block like Carl Malone and Stockton. Like, he, he references Malone a lot. And uh, I think it's because um, he was born in Morocco and then he moved to the Bronx in 1997. Just in time oh, okay. to watch the NBA finals. Yeah, like if you're coming, if you're moving to the the states in '97, like what's more iconic than watching the NBA and like that's your first introduction to the to the uh, pop culture here? Like, yep, Jordan versus Malone, you know. Yep, and that's uh, so that's number seven. Number six cool. is uh, it's called "Stroke of Death" by Ghostface Killa, featuring uh, RZA. Um. In this one, they, they reference Carl Malone. Um, he says, uh, I'm tall like Carl Malone, Fran and Larry Johnson. Saying, he's basically saying he's like a, this buff guy. Carl Malone's freaking yoked. Dude, he was. like, That's the thing is he was just an animal back then. Yeah. Um, like He could have played football. He could. Oh, absolutely. Dude, he could have been like a tight end. Like, people talk about like LeBron James in this current game. Um, I'm trying to think of else has a pretty – like insane sorry like that's weird to say insane body insane yeah. frame it's like dwight howard yeah like, dwight howard was a freak man like, like t- big shoulders tall yeah. strong well and his arms are just so freaking long it's in yeah like yeah carl malone like i don't know anyone that want to bang down low no with way. carl malone you know no um but yeah that's that's that, i thought that was a cool reference especially like when it involves the wu-tang clan yeah know? Uh, let's go to number five. Yeah, number five right here. Uh, it's called I Remember by Takeoff. Um, if you know, Takeoff is part of the Migos. From Atlanta. And he's from Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. cool. Um, and so the reference is actually, uh, he says, um, I'm a jazzy, I'm a jazz musician, came from Utah, Derek Favors. Uh, it, Derek didn't obviously come from Utah, but they're talking about yeah. the jazz. Um, and so I, I thought that was a cool reference because D-Faves is one of my favorite New era jazz guys, Love right? Love faves man. Like, we joke a lot about, like, who should and should not be, like, have their jerseys retired um, for the jazz. Yeah. And, like, I always, like, am like, D-Faves should have his jersey retired. I freaking love that guy. It's tr- Like, we argue about this stuff all the time. But, yeah. like, I would honestly, like, put in a vote for D-Faves. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Love D-Faves, man. All right. One of my all-time favorites. So number four, here we get, we're, we're getting to the serious songs here. Okay. Um, number four is Bring It On by Jay-Z. Money is power. 
power. I'm energetic with facial credit, pure platinum fetish. For cheddar, spread lettuce, hero, get deadish. I make moves that remove pebbles out of shoes. You suck pistol like pipe with the crystal. John Stockton couldn't assist you. Cowboys of Benz, it's like we filing in the UN. So what the fuck you doing? Whatever, the fuck you get. Rugged, get polished, banking dollars with the cowboys. Yep, there it is. Another John Stockton reference. Uh, John Stockton couldn't assist you. Um, this was off the Reasonable Doubt album in 96. Again, 96, 97. It's like the apex of hip-hop and yeah. NBA. And so it's no wonder that they would have a jazz reference in this in this song by Hove. Cool. Let's go on to number three. Pick and roll like Stockton and Malone when we play the mall. I be going out my way to call because I love the way your hips make it like Stockton and Malone oh. when we play the mall. Okay, this is Traded All Part One by Fabulous. Okay, let me just say this You're song about this. is number three for a reason. Okay, let me take you back to a simpler time in the early 2000s. A young Hema Jr. was just chilling in his high school. Wearing his Dickies and his Tims. Dude, Jagged Edge was my jam. And this song was dope. And Fabulous was at his peak. And the fact that he says Stockton and Malone is just it's just icing on the cake. Yeah, that's pretty sick. That's why it's number three for me. Um, let's go to number two. Number two is Hot by Roscoe P. Colchain, Pusha T, produced by the Neptunes. Okay, so the Neptunes, I'm going to geek out musically for a minute. The Neptunes are a duo um, from, like, Virginia. And it's Chad Hugo and Pharrell. This was, like, one of the first um, big projects by Pharrell. And this kind of put him on a map, on the map, this mm-hmm. album. Hot was, like, one of the lesser-known songs. But um, there's a lyric in there where it's, like, I think it's um, P- or Roscoe Picolchain saying, like, now I'm somewhere in Utah relaxing to jazz with a broad from afar. Like, it's... He's he's talking about running away, hiding out, and he's hiding in Utah. And uh, I just thought that was interesting. Um, the Neptunes had this album called uh, "The Neptunes Present Clones," and it was like one of the best albums cool. of like 2003. So yeah, if you have uh, never heard that song, check it out. And that's number two. Okay, let's get to number one. And this one, I mean, I feel like it's kind of obvious because it's pretty popular right now, but. Mm-hmm. What's poppin'? Brand new whip, just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that like Stockton. Just joshing. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top 10. I can put the ball in the end zone, put it back. Sports in the top 10, but this is number one. This is number one on the top 15 Utah jazz references in hip hop. It's called What's Poppin' by Jack Harlow. Have you heard of Jack Harlow before? Of course I have. Of course you have, because... Don Mitchell's time with him, yeah. Yep. Don Jack Harlow is like a rapper from um, Louisville. He reps Louisville hard. Um, him and Donovan are homies. Um, it's only a matter of time for Jack Harlow drops a Donovan Mitchell reference. Um, but in this one, he drops a John Stockton reference. It's pretty dope. Um, this song is a bop, man. I've been listening to it on repeat ever since it dropped. Yeah, it's uh, sick. It dropped earlier this year, I think, in like January. Um, but uh, yeah, that is number one. Awesome. Um, do we want to do the honorable mentions, or should we just have people check them out on there? Yeah, own? go check it out. We we Emma has uh, four more. 
uh, listed on the site, kslsports.com, uh, from great um, artists like Mac Miller, uh, KDOT, Lil Dicky. So go check it out, kslsports.com, the greatest website on the history mm-hmm. of the planet. Um and uh, kudos to Hema for like going through and like doing all this research. He it took you what probably about a week to yeah. compile everything because I had a, I had I, I had a ton of songs, guys. Like I had probably over like thirty songs. Yeah, well, it's a good yeah thing that we don't have like a ton of time that's dedicated to like having to go to jazz games and stuff. Yeah, um, we got a lot of free time right now, <laughs> for so sure. uh, that's what we get to do with our free time. Um, one thing that we're actually going to be doing though, uh, we're gonna have some fun this weekend. Um, we're going to do um, an after-hours movie watch party. Mm-hmm. So you guys can jump on. We're going to do a Twitter thread. Yeah. Follow us on at SB After Hours, at X underscore Hems, or at Zach Hicken. Um, and what we're going to do is we're going to pick a movie. Um, it's a sports movie, the one that we're doing next. Uh-huh. Uh, and probably Saturday afternoon or Saturday evening, we're going to... Get on, watch the movie, and we're just going to chat about it. If you guys want to watch it at the same time as us, that'd be great. great. If not, um, it's a popular enough movie that anyone who's listening to this podcast, if you haven't seen this movie, yeah, just unsubscribe from our podcast. <laughs> we don't need your listens right now this if you is, haven't seen this movie yet. This is part of the, the Bible, the biblical canon of yes. Sports Beat After Hours. It's Dodgeball, a Dodgeball. true underdog story. Yes, so, sir. Uh, spoiler, we weren't going to give it away, but why not? Yeah. Um, we'll drop details in our Twitter um, about what maybe what time we're going to do it or whatever. But go ahead and follow us because we would love it if you guys are involved and we're able to watch the movie with us. Yeah, Hema did this yesterday with... Uh, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse yes. of the Black Pearl, the first Pirates of the Caribbean, the only good Pirates of the Caribbean, as he said. <laughs> Absolutely. And people loved it. Like, it was, it was fun. pretty funny. Yeah. I was <laughs> laughing pretty hard watching the thread. Um, it was yeah. great. Yep. It was great. Um, um, another thing to look out for, we are going to do our after hours quarantine must haves list. Must haves. Okay. So you're locked in your house for the last two weeks. You can't watch sports. Mm-hmm. You're probably getting sick and tired of the same old, same old. Yes. Well, why don't you introduce something new in your life? Why don't you go buy yourself something? Mm-hmm. Uh, treat yourself, as treat they yourself. say on uh, Parks and Recreation. <laughs> um, we're going to release... It's going to be some fun stuff. It's going to be some like legit useful stuff that... Uh-huh. Um, you can use, but like we're gonna have some fun with it too. Like, so don't take this super seriously. If right. we're going to tell you to spend nine thousand dollars on <laughs> something, some junk, yeah. Like, don't go and tell your significant other that you need to do it. Like, we're just having a little bit of fun, yeah. Trying to alleviate, make everyone laugh. But let me tell you this much: once that stimulus check rolls in, you're gonna have to find <laughs> something to buy. And what better place to start than with Sportsbeat After Hours shopping lists? So. It'll be pretty great. We're going to start putting that together. Um, we'll have it up this weekend. Uh, and we'll talk about that once we do it. But yeah. um, one thing that we really need right now, it doesn't have monetary value. No. Um, we need patience. Yes. We need kindness. We need love. We need your prayers. We need your prayers. Send <laughs> prayers, please. Good thoughts, hopes, good vibes. Whatever you believe in, yeah. send it to us because we need it. Uh, it's time for dad advice. Uh, quarantine edition. <laughs> Let's go. Um, man, Emma. Yes. These last two weeks, dude, you got three kids, man. I have three and kids. And every time I feel like you get a call, 
it's your wife telling you something just that just awful went wrong news every and single just time. Awful news and, <laughs> and why don't you tell us some of the stuff that you've been dealing? Okay, with? <laughs> let me just let me just narrow down. I'll, I'm going to give you guys the hits. All right, just the straight hits. Let's start with week one of quarantine. Okay, we tell my son Hendrix, the oldest, that and by oldest I mean he's five. We tell him you can't play with your friends anymore right now. For right now, because, you know, the virus thing and all this stuff. And so what he's been doing is be, he's been, like, passing balls and, like, frisbees over the fences to his friends <laughs> next door, which is cool. All right, it's fine. It's kind of sad, though. Right? It's, it is sad. But it's so – he misses his friends so much that he doesn't want to leave, okay? So he'll he'll be tossing a ball back and forth. And then I come to find out that he's been taking dumps in the backyard – so that he can keep talking to his friends. He's pooped in the backyard, Zach. He he took a big old dump and we, like me and Norms were so mad that we made him go and like clean it up with like a shovel oh my to go bury his own poop. That's week 1. That's week 1. It got worse. I recently got a, a text from my wife that said like hey, uh Hendrix and Hazel, who's like my second, she's two. They they got into some uh, shoe polish, and so they've been rubbing shoe polish all over themselves, and <laughs> thusly getting it all over the house. And now I have to go and like scrub out shoe polish from oh, like, my carpet. Sir, I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing. You're with laughing you. with me. Yeah, <laughs> you'll laugh one day. Yeah, someday, but uh, today is not that day. Anyways, so that is, I guess it's not really, I'm not giving, I, here's my advice. Do not have three children. And if you've done it, it's too late for you. It's too late. Um, it's too late. What's going on in the, in the Hicken household? Man. Um, so my son Hayes, he is about 16 months right now. Um, he's super independent. Uh, at this point, like he basically like wants to do stuff on his own. Right. Um, but then like he realized like he can't do stuff like all on his own. So he like needs my help. So is it like, is it like pouring milk in the cereal kind of thing? No, not quite. But like, um, he'll like try and like pick something up and, or like, so like, for example, um, he's been taking a stool. My wife set up a stool one day, um, cause we can't, like, we can go outside, but, like, right. we're trying to, like, limit how much we're going outside. Because especially the weather hasn't been great. Sure. We have a big open, like, bay window in our living room. Uh-huh. And it kind of opens up, and you can kind of see into, like, our backyard. It's not a huge backyard because we're in a town home, but it's just, like, kind of the backyard area. Sure. And you can see there's, like, a field, and then there's a street behind where, you know, sometimes, like, people will, like, drive by or walk by. Or, and there's still some construction going on. So, like, sometimes, like, they'll drive, like, big like backhoes oh, sure. or cats trucks or whatever, you know, and trucks and yeah. stuff. And so he'll go and set up, um, he'll go and stand on this, uh, uh, the stool and just sit and stare out the window all day. Wow. Like it's like his favorite thing. That's amazing. But we'll move it every night. Um, just so it's like out of the way. Well, it's been funny is he'll go first thing that he does every day is he grabs it and he tries and sets it up. But, like, it's a little bit too heavy and, like, okay. a little bit too big for him to, like, set up on his own. Yeah. So, like, you, you just watch him struggle with it and, like, the <laughs> wheels are turning and stuff. And then finally he just turns around and he's, ah, ah, da, da. And I have to go over and help him set it up. 
Um, so it's it's been kind of interesting in that way because like he wants to do it on himself, but then when he realizes that he can't do it, then it's up to me. But yeah. um, basically, every day is spent. So my wife works in the mornings. I'm home alone with him every day, and uh, um, my wife is working from home. Um, but her sister lives in our neighborhood and her sister works at the same company. So she's over at her sister's house working, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, just so they can kind of work together and collaborate on stuff. Anyway, so we're home alone and all he wants to do is go outside and all he wants to do is go play out in the street and, uh, go over to, we have a couple like little like jungle gyms in our neighborhood. They're like community parks. Mm-hmm. It's like a breeding ground for coronavirus. So yeah, we're like, we right. can't it's a take petri you there. Dish. You know, it's a yeah. petri dish. And like people in our neighborhood don't pick up after their dogs. And so there's oh, like gross. dog poop everywhere. And so we're just kind of like, okay, number one, you can't go outside right now. Number two, like you can't go crazy outside because you're going to step in dog poo. Right. And so it's just driving him nuts. Like he's trying to like put his shoes on and he just goes and smacks the door and then he knocks on the door trying to get out. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he's been really picky lately because he's teething. My wife made like homemade bread, like mm. a homemade loaf of bread, and that's the only thing he'll eat. He, I get it. He's Soft. eaten like an entire loaf. Right. In like the last two days. Oh, that makes sense though. And he is at the point now where he has figured out how to climb up onto the counter. And so he will climb up onto the counter and pull down the brag, bag of bread uh-huh. and bring it over to me, even though like he just ate a slice. Yeah. He wants another one. He's Kids like an addict. Bread. He's like an addict. They love bread. Carrying around a little teenth. And yeah. he's like, Dad, help me get my hit. <laughs> it's true. They'll like soon as kids are like mobile enough to like get their own bread, that's like all they eat. Yeah. That's he's true. basically eating that and uh my wife is like super into organic food, so it's not like the goldfish, but it's the Annie's right, the bunnies. cheddar bunnies. Yeah. So he like goes into he's figured out how to get into the pantry and get those. Um man, I'm just trying to think of what else. Uh but you know, bread it could be worse. My Hendrix ate like he subsisted off of like gummy bears and gum for like a year. Oh really? That's like all he would eat. So <laughs> Yeah, it's it funny. He uh he has started He'll come over and like bite my finger. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know if it's a teething thing, but like Oh yeah, definitely. A but like thing. we're like eating breakfast and like he just grabbed my hand and just bit down on my finger <laughs> and he's like trying to chew on it like he's trying to eat me. Yeah. Um we've been taking him on a lot of walks. And when we go on walks, it's the last thing. Uh I always hand him just for fun. Like I always pick up a rock and hand it to him. It's like oh, yeah. something that he can like hold and play with while we're like out on the walk. Uh-huh. Uh and so what he figured out is down at the end of our driveway, there's a little sewage pipe that you can oh, cool. throw the rocks into. And so he's been taking the rocks from like the like landscaped area of our oh. front yard <laughs> and he just drops them all in there. Yeah. So now we don't have any rocks in our front yard. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it's uh, some of the adventures of dad vice this week. Nothing too exciting for me. Like yours is more. Exciting than mine, I feel like. Yes, exciting is a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. I just don't have someone who's quite as mobile as your kids are yet. Yeah, I'm sure it'll, I'll get it'll there. Come. It'll come. Um, They'll ruin your stuff in your life, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we'll be back this weekend because um, we don't have anything better to do. You don't have anything better to do, so uh, make sure you guys come us. back and listen to us. Make sure you share it with someone so we can keep doing this little project and uh, yeah. check out kslsports.com. Yep.
because that's how we keep our jobs. It's a great website. Best website in the world. Thank you for listening to Sportsbeat After Hours. For reals, though, get in touch with us because we're going to have a lot of fun um, watching movies, doing our watch party and our lists and all that stuff. And we would love to have you along for the ride. Um, for Sportsbeat After Hours, I am Hemi Hemi Jr. He is Zachary Hicken. Good night, everybody. <laughs>